I wish you all could have seen the motion that went with that. It was great. But as I, you probably all know, because I'm sure I talk about it too much, um, it's not being trans. Uh, I'm a nanny. And so, you know, I work in a home with a family, taking care of their kids. And at one point, I was with this little girl, Micah, who I had been with uh, from when she was about eight months old. And at the time, she was about two. So we had been together for a while. And this is a long story for no reason. So I just won't tell that part of the story. Um, but for ridiculous reasons, I had, like, taken her to a sing-along. And uh, it was, like, a local sing-along hosted at a restaurant. And while we were leaving, like... Got into a really weird fight with the owner. He oh my just, god, like, yes! Yeah, he just like, started screaming and yelling at me for like pretty much no reason. It was very bizarre, and I got very upset afterwards, you know, for like being screamed at for no reason. Um, also, sidebar, I realized later that I forgot my testosterone that week. And that was why <laughs> I reacted like that. Um, but anyway, so I was just like very upset, and I was like crying, I was like hysterical crying. I'm just like sitting out, like standing outside this restaurant holding the stroller, like, with the baby in the stroller, just, like, sobbing. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, you know, educator Seth, it's like, this is a teachable moment about emotions! Her dads are straight, or straight, they're not straight. Her dads are cis men. They don't cry. So I'll teach, you know, we'll talk about this. So I'm literally standing for this baby, like, Seth is crying because he's sad because though I yelled at him. And, and Micah just looks at me, opens her arms, and goes, hug? Aww. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, this baby has more emotional intelligence than most adult men. <laughs> and so, you know, she hugged me, and then she patted my back and went, oh, better. Aww, <laughs> gosh, move. I miss Micah. I know, she's the best. I miss her. But anyway, so... Uh, after this happened, my friend, who was actually the person leading this thing along, so they had sort of witnessed some of this fight happen, and they lived around the corner, and they were like, why don't you just come over to my apartment, and like, we'll drink some tea, and we'll talk it out. Uh, and so, you know, me being me, I go to Micah, and I'm like, is it okay if we go see Nick? And Micah's like, okay. Like, she took it under consideration, this two-year-old, and was like, that's fine. <laughs> and so we went, and she usually, Micah, is like, very like wants attention from you all the time you know it's very like you're not paying attention to me how dare you talk to another adult but like she's just like in this moment it was so weird like she knew like we went there and i was just like talking to my friend and i was upset and like she knew i needed a moment and she just like rested her head on my leg like we were sitting on the couch and she just like rested her head on my leg and just like let us talk and like let me have that moment i needed didn't she feel asleep she did fall asleep on my leg very cute and we put a little blanket over her but anyway uh, this is all going to say that, like, I, for me, especially with, like, such a small human, like, had such this incredible moment of connection where, like, she knew exactly what I needed in that moment mm -hmm. and, like, just, like, gave it to me. And it was, like, amazing to me for that to happen with, like, with anyone, let alone, like, a small child who, like, barely has the language to, like. But see, that's what I love about children is their actions are so pure and don't have... There's an ulterior motive. Exactly. It's a bit like uh, when, when like the first time my niece said I love you to me, we were just drawing and she like just stop at me and we're like, I love you. And then she continued and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because like it's just there. Yeah. They're feeling something and they're gonna tell you. And I, I like yeah, the empathy Micah felt. It's just so amazing. But I, I don't know. I just. And it really got me thinking about like how there are so many different ways we can experience connection. Like you can have connection with another person, but also like you can have connection with yourself or like with 
your possessions, like objects, mm-hmm. or like so many, just like we have, it's pretty much just like any kind of relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just thought that was interesting. It's a know. beautiful story. Thank you. Baby. Baby. My stories are either about babies or being friends. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, let's connect to this with the magician. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. You better keep that in. Okay. Then I'm going to connect you to the 30 second recap. Oh, <laughs> well, it's your turn. So. Yeah. So the guys are back from Breakville South and uh, they, they meet Mike where Elliot is like, ah, weird. Anyway, Q and Alice, uh, like Q thinks that easily with Alice and Alice was like, ha, feelings, no, let's let's be not together. And then the uh, Er, Quentin and what's his name, Penny are forced into a group and then Mike want to kill Quentin, Blade, Dolls, Candy Wrapper, die. Forgot the fork butt. Yeah, it's the most important part. <laughs> What's bad, man? That was okay. terrible. Ready? Okay. Go. Okay, so they're back from Brickville South. Uh, Katie's gone. Kind of sad. They're all broody. Um, Quentin does some questionable things to get near Alice. They're trying to take a break. It's just a friend reference. Uh, then the Penny gets stabbed. Mike is possessed. Elliot talks about all his feelings and then kills his boyfriend, like we all do. Um, yeah, and there's some really sad shit with a bunny. Oh, bunnies. And uh, yeah, Julia's there too, I guess. That was better than I do. So just a uh, warning for Winston or Bunny. There's going to be bunny violence. No bunnies were hurt in the making of this episode. I hope. Probably. Well, like our episode. Yeah. We can't speak for the magicians. You're no. going to have to but like, tweet at them. Yeah. But uh, be, be, be ready, Winston. You might hear about bunnies. He wiggled his nose in response. <laughs> so um, I, I'd like to start with the first... Um, scene of the show. I, apparently, that's how I start. I start half of my my things um, with Elliot uh, putting his persona for Mike at, at first. Mm-hmm. We, we like the the the, the Make, making the drinks, making the, the dr- outfit exactly, and like being like so proud. And then you arrive, and he's like, "Yeah, I like beer." And like that should have been your first red flag. <laughs> Get out of that relationship. <laughs> Yes, it should be a red flag because, like, Elias is like, oh, you're lucky, you're cute. And when you say that to someone you date, you know it won't last. Because, <laughs> like, looks doesn't, is not forever, you know? And I feel like, I know it's silly, like, we, we joke about beer, but, like, when you get red flags, you should listen to them instead of saying, yeah, but it's cute, you know? I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily a red flag. I think that... Well, it just shows the difference between... Uh, Mike and Elliot, but also like uh, Mike, and that's gonna appear within the, the the episode. Just want Elliot, just want Elliot for Elliot, and I'm gonna put that in quotes because he's not real. Yeah, maybe the Beast is actually just in love with Elliot, and we've been reading this all wrong. Maybe the maybe. Beast trying to kill Q because he's jealous. Whoa! Ah. But then we don't want to go with like you know being gay caused by trauma. No, he was. Why, like, uh, Martin molested? is gay. No, Martin was gay before. How do you know? Eh. Everyone's <laughs> gay in the magician. Oh, I mean, well, that's fair. Gay <laughs> <laughs> kids. Yep, I love them. Gay kids with boots. Yep. See our other podcast <laughs> for gay kids with boots. Um, yeah. But I, oh, 
in a way though, I almost feel like that's maybe what leads him later on to break that persona because like maybe in a way it's like, oh, the reason that we're not connecting is because you're not being real. Like how we keep talking about how it's like hard to make connections with people if you're not being your real self. Well, you know? let's put that in the perspective that Mike is the beast and saying that he wants to make Elliot vulnerable to break him. But do we not, do we know that Mike wouldn't, that this is not how Mike would naturally act? Like, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe this would have happened naturally if it hadn't been for the beast. Like, I think that it, I mean, I don't know. And we don't really know much about the spell or uh, we know nothing. But like, I think it would be much easier to mind control someone to do, to do, to do something that they were already predispositioned to do. Yeah. Like, I don't think you would take a straight boy Mike was who already hated leaving. Elliot, who wouldn't be, you know what I mean? I think it would just be easier. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be fighting, I mean, they would be fighting you, but like, it would be more if they would already not, you know, I don't know yeah. if that makes any no, sense. No, 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 that or makes like sense. If, like, pick someone who's already a nice, genial person. Like, pick a dick and then make them a nice person because that would be suspicious and that mm -hmm. would be, like, other people at break builds would probably know Mike and would be like, he's acting not like he would be acting. Uh, you know, so that makes me think that that's probably, not to say that they necessarily definitely would have been in a relationship if he hadn't been controlled by the beast, mm -hmm. but like, I think it's probably within the realm of possibility. Otherwise people would have been like, uh, like there are teachers who had him. There are probably still students who knew him. He only graduated a couple years well, ago. Well, yeah, right? because uh, when, uh, when, two years ago, uh, yeah, M Mike said that uh, when Mike is back to himself, he mm -hmm. say, Henry, you know me. Yeah. So that means that Fogg know him. Well, yeah, know? I mean, he was a student there. It's not that big of a school. Exactly. I think Fogg knows everyone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I think I think there's something there about Elliot not letting down his walls. Yeah. Also, like he's putting up this like ooh persona, and then it doesn't even pay off. And he's like, well, maybe I should just be real. Yeah. You know, it's like this persona isn't winning me any points. This person actually like you know quote unquote likes mm -hmm. me for me. You know. And like we see Elliot uh, drinking from uh, at first from the martini, sophisticated mm -hmm. glass. And at the end, he's a wreck and he's, he's drinking from his glass. Okay, but he doesn't drink from his glass the entire time that they are together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. The only time he, he, it's like in yep. a fancy way, you know? Yeah, but he, he also just like, I, because I mentioned this in the last, um, with the last episode too, is that the whole time that they're together, he's really not drinking as much. He's not like that partying, you know, drinking to like escape, kind of like we don't see him with the flask. And I think that's the flask is. I think we see him with the flask mm -hmm. when he's having those kinds of things. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm thinking about the fucking psychedelic carrot episode where he's whacked out of his mind. You know, like, those moments where he's just, like, so fucking far gone. Yeah. He's, like, dealing with others. That's, like, red flag coping mechanism. Oh, Elliot is so broken in so many ways. Oh, baby. <sighs> While we were still on the yeah. topic of Mike and Elliot, like, I think there's something to be said for when you have a really strong initial connection with someone. Like, they're in the library and they just make eyes and they're like, yeah. And like, yes, that can be read differently if we're thinking that this is some kind of spell. But I definitely think that there's something to be said about times when you just meet people, not in, not in the like, love at first sight kind of way, but even like, I was thinking about this time where I met uh, someone who would later become a really good friend in college at orientation, and we just like happened to be sitting next to each other. We were sort of like friends by default, like we had met yeah. each other. This is Bob. We're going oh, friends. Bob. And we were sitting next to each other, and there was this comedian, and he was like, you know, trying to be all like sexual and make things dirty and he was like 
You know, it was 11 o'clock. You know what that, what time that's for. And at the same time, Bob and I were both like, Scrabble? Like this weird <laughs> joke that made no sense. And we just looked at each other and we were like, we need to be friends. I don't even play Scrabble. I hate Scrabble. <laughs> I don't know But like, you know that moment where you're just like, it's like yeah. instantaneous and you're like, I know that we're going to be friends. And like more or less that usually isn't, like maybe they're not going to be well, a I lifelong mean, it's, it, it's friend. It's a bit what like, happened with us. Like we were friend online and we met yeah. uh, in, in real life, and we were like, "Oh shit, there's something more." Because yeah. <laughs> like there was a connection. But I think it's interesting how because I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure that once or twice it's gone wrong. But I feel like for the most part, we have that really strong immediate like like something happens there. Yeah. Like I don't think you just like never see each other again and aren't fr- like you know. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't last for your whole life, like yeah. yeah, I feel like there's something about that sort of instinctive connection, and but also it's interesting because like sometimes connection doesn't work like that. No, like there are people who like my like Captain, who's one of my best friends now. Like we knew each other for like a years before we like really clicked, and it took sort of like a moment, sort of like we were talking about like Break Bill South for like Allison Clinton. Like it took some kind of catalyst to like I think it's a bit uh, yeah, it's know. a bit Margot and Alice there because Margot tried to force their relationship mm. and Alice was like nope but like in the end even like if it's not a uh, like lovey-dovey relationship they respect the shit out of each other yeah you know and I, I don't think Alice what judged Margot for mm-hmm. like judged Margot for being this like shady bitch that <laughs> like she is now, but as as a high king, but like in another way, <laughs> you know. That's true. <laughs> I also had, so you know the moment with, with the pork butt, where they're like outside. This is the pork butt. Um, outside when they're grilling, and uh, it's actually kind of funny because it's like both like Elliot has made these drinks for him and Mike, and then Mike's like, "Oh, I'm the beer guy." Uh, yeah. And then Quentin comes and he's like, "Oh, you have drinks for us," and Elliot's just like. So it's like this misconnection moment where like they are totally on the different page and Quentin does not even read into that situation that he made a mistake. And also how like for him, Elliot having drinks, he connects that to a welcome. Like what? There's another dude there. <laughs> you know? Listen, Quentin social skills issues. But anyway, so there's this sort of like very obvious miscon like yeah. miscommunication there. And then right after that, just by a look. To Alice, it's like you guys had sex. Yeah, I, like so that kind of like you know when you could yeah. like, mind read or or, or or like and then, when and the, then Mike and then he goes to Mike he's like they had sex and Mike's like oh yeah they had sex like they, every, yeah. they have this and like, like brain when <laughs> when they leave and and uh, my uh, Elliot is like hey I call dibs oh he's cute you know like it's also that connection of like yeah we both into the same guy <laughs> yeah like, like we'll fucking do that all the time we'll just be like. Okay, and then like, but like the trust and like level of relationship yeah. to know that you can make those kinds of jokes, yeah. um, I think is really, yeah, it's like important to talk about. And I, no, no, something about their relationship made me think about the difference between like a sexual connection and like an emotional connection, yes. and how like they have both. I feel like there mm-hmm. isn't like a really strong emotional connection with Mike, and like to the point where he actually tells in his past which is like it was with, that was his deal. almost truth with margo he's never told that like that's yeah that's a lot and that's one thing like when he says that and um mike say thank you for being you mm. you see 
like kudo to L for that because you see Elliot's eyes fill with water and he's like it's me you know like and he's so like I think it's the first time someone told him that and then he realized later that he doesn't remember yeah then none of it was real like no shit Sherlock that he get destroyed after that because like Elliot, like even even when he tried, he tries to do the vest with Quentin, asking like which vest he should try. He admit to Quentin, I don't connect with people. Yeah, I don't. I care. don't do people. Yeah. Like and, and, like and, and Quentin is like, yeah, but you care about me, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is like the first thing I feel like he's really cared about. No, that is not Margot. Yeah. yeah. I also want to say that I think it's really interesting. I, I noticed this as I was taking my notes that like connection is like the opposite of isolation. Our last name. Ah! <laughs> like direct. It's opposite. true. Yeah, it's, I know. Um, also, uh, when um, um, Mike is in the, 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 the clear room where uh, magic is not mm -hmm. happening, um, uh, Elliot is first uh, jump to the right conclusion, but that the sad conclusion that is, it, it's mind control. Yeah. But in his head, oh, it's just the moment he attacked Quentin. Yeah. That was mind control, that was not the whole thing. And that's when he discovered that he was the whole thing that he freaks out. But the fact that it's Elliot's first excuse, I don't know. It, it like because like he, that he automatically jumps to the worst. Possible yeah, conclusion. and I think it's because like he knew kind and it was nice too good and to be true. I think it's because he knew Mike, and he's like, that's not how Mike acts usually. You know, so, like there had to be something. Yeah, like and like, oh, uh, what do I know? Mind control, we're in magic. You know? But I also think it's probably the too good to be true. Like, I don't deserve things to be good, and I'm sure that the other two is going to drop eventually. Mm hmm Yeah. So, this whole, like, I feel like this arc with Elliot, where it's like he goes from, not being desperate, but, like, clearly he, like, wants to be loved and, like, have this kind of connection, and then, like, gets that connection for a very short period of time, and then, like, it is destroyed in a very violent uh up close way and it just really to me parallels julia and hannah where like yeah like julia is totally isolated is totally isolated and then for a little while has this like nice moment of connection with someone else and then it is taken away in a very violent up close and personal yeah you know where it's just like well i can never trust anyone again yep i'm not gonna make connections and it takes him a long time to come back from that a lot of alcohol um, and also, um, wasn't intending to kill Mike, he wanted an answer, but the moment mm -hmm. he saw that he attacked Fog, he went into killing mode. Because, like, we joked about it a bit with Jasper, but, um, Elliot sees Fog as a dad figure, as a father figure. To, uh, mm, daddy. <laughs> not in that. That thick must exist. <laughs> Someone link me to that bear. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. But yeah, I think that um, there was this, like, sometimes you have to choose between the connection you make, you know? And, like, his instinct of, like, don't mm. hurt Fog. Well, I don't yeah. know if I can trust you anymore. Yeah. One over, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just sad. Like, like, and I don't think, I think we have to do that all the time, but we don't know. Yeah. Like, will I let that fr friend go? Will, like, do I force myself to be nice to that coworker that I hate? Or, like... Do I... You know who you are, Angelica. <laughs> yeah? I don't know, I just uh, made someone. Okay. I want to say Brittany, but my, I might actually know a Brittany. But it's usually Brittany. Nah. Or Amanda. So I also... 
uh, was thinking about, let me just, um, I was thinking about Mike and like his connection to the beast. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know. I'm just very curious what was going on in this poor, poor boy's head this whole time. And like, also, can you, like, I just feel so bad for this poor guy who was just living his life blacked out for like a week or two and then just woke up being accused of murder like tied to a chair and he's just like I don't know what the fuck and we, you can see the fear in oh his God, eyes he's crying it's so sad and, and I, I just I just uh, did a, a small research sorry I cut you off go ahead that's okay you hate me I get it no go ahead but I don't know I was also thinking about like a con like connection with reality Stop looking at the bunny and pay attention. <laughs> I was also thinking about like our like connection with reality, and when mm -hmm. you're in those moments where you're just like, "Listen, here's some here's some personal information. I got high for the first time last night, oh, and no, it was no. terrible. I don't want to talk I about didn't it. Didn't know what was real, and it was so scary. I'm in my family's card. Yeah, it was terrible. Don't do drugs. No, you can do drugs. That's fine. Just. Be with don't someone. Have, don't have a bad trip. It's the worst thing. Be with someone if it's the first time you do um, it. <laughs> but anyway, like that moment of like, like I would have moments where I was just like, oh my God, who am I? Where am I? And like, that's the scariest fucking, like really being in a moment like that when you're like, I don't know how I got here. I don't know what you're saying. Like, I can't even imagine just waking up and being in that kind of situation. And being told, hey, you tried to kill someone being like what are you even but like yeah. i don't know i just it makes me think about like like being lucid or like not lucid and like you know when you're in or like when you have states where you're like your brain is just like not happening or like folks who have you know different um what's the word i'm looking for like we have them you have anxiety and i have adhd neurotypical neurodivergence yes okay. thank you <laughs> ding 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 um but yeah like you know where maybe there are things like i have narcolepsy and like sometimes that i have hallucinations and i'm like did that happen i don't know but like those just those times where you like don't know if you can even trust your own memory mm -hmm. or like what happens i don't know i just think that that's like an interesting also, uh, I like how the bees played them because, like, they were like, "Oh, we are in this clean room, nothing can happen," and Mike is back to himself. So yeah. you're like, oh, "Okay, his connection to the bees is done." And then the bees is there when Jen is there, so the bees could like mind control even in magic. He's just a dick. Yeah, and <laughs> I'd like to note the that he didn't use magic to kill Jane. He did it with his bare hands. His bare hands. But like. Like, know, knowing that how much Martin relies on magic to protect himself and, like, what he did to gain magic power, the fact that he went to kill her bare hand, like, he, I think he, he needed to feel her dying because he knew that oh, she... It was the only option in that moment. Good magic. That's true. No, that's true. But I don't know. I, I felt like there was a... Like Martin needed to know that she was it. That's you why you keep coming back. Well, yeah, time loops. exactly. I'm tired. I'm freaking tired of your time loops. And I think that's why, like, he goes. Yeah. Like he could have just strangled her, but it make his her head explode. You know, and I think that's where, like, we see you no know, Martin needed to be sure that Jane died. You know what that reminds me of? Mm -hmm. The bunny and its connection with its head. Didn't I didn't look. Wrong. I didn't look. So I'm gonna be okay, Winston. 
But also, it's the first time we have a glimpse that Mad uh, Bunny travels between worlds. Yeah. Because you asked me like, out, I was like, what the fuck is there a bunny there? This is a really weird way to give put a sword into. Yeah, a and I was like, no, because Martin is in Fillory. He's hiding in Fillory right now. So basically, in order to give the weapon to um, Mike, you use the bunny. And I was like, huh, I never made that like until you asked me and I made the connection. But like yeah. they they put that like like you know the crumble of the the the, the Whoa, bread. You know if there's crumbles on my pie. <laughs> Is it ready? Mm. We'll eat it when we're done. Okay. But um yes, it's like little little bread crumbs. You know that bread crumbs to that lead us to season three where there's bunny everywhere. Oh man, I was gonna say something again and then I forgot again. I'm sorry. Now it's time for ads. <laughs> My character is playing. She is a hedge witch from South Carolina. My character is Quincy Flynn. He's a magician. Esfir Niganova or Fifi, and she is a hedge witch who is an illegal immigrant from Russia. Sid. Sid is a human who is super queer and great. They do stuff. Maybe take them back to the safe house, Fifi. Take them back. Take break bills, kids, back to the safe house. I've had several bad trips that have ended in me magically being supported to a, teleported to a Starbucks. And well, I mean, how do I know I'm not just tripping? Lane, throw a box with an accuracy spell and I set the box on fire so that it hit the lot. Yeah, because a flaming lion is a lot. Yes, that's um, what solved all of our problems, <laughs> having it be on fire. Find our edwitches and magicians at Furthered and Fillory, a tabletop role-playing game based on the sci-fi hit The Magician. To be sure not to miss one episode, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and any other platform you listen to your podcast. Mmm, another one. <laughs> These guys are going in the garden. <laughs> Let's go to, um, I'd like to talk about Julia if we can. Yeah, it's the next one on my list. Oh! Um, she says to Richard that it took me like forever not to see as Reynard. Because right now he's Richard and I was like, he's nice. He's not a dick. You have to love Richard. I still love that that actor got cast without knowing that he was then going to have to be like a fucking raping. <laughs> and also like possessed during the whole season two and three. Oh my god! Yeah, but like, also like, that's just the, the the like you can tell a fucking actor is good oh, yeah. when they have to do shit like that, and you're just like, hey, and like you, how see- did you know they were good enough to do that? What yeah, if you wrote like- that and they were terrible at it? But honestly, like, <laughs> kudos to him because like Reynard, if you want my opinion, uh, Richard Dash Reynard oh, totally. is one of the strongest, like, strongly written character. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say is that when. <laughs> When uh, Juliet like don't buy his bullshit mm-hmm. about like oh god and she's like yeah god Ooh, you know she said that give a man a nickel uh, open the nickel and he got a nickel uh-huh. it's from Albert Einstein really yeah I just googled that uh-huh. so like she used art logic and like I think that's my go to with religion I have mm-hmm. uh, not a good not 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 a good but like I don't have. So, uh, as much of a religious belief than you do mm-hmm. and for me every time like there's something I'm like yeah but 
you know and i go with the logical and the science and the and the facts and julia went there like the moment she felt like a bit threatened by something she don't understand which was magic before she was like, nope, nope, I'm going to logic my, myself out of this. You know, <laughs> like, fuck off. I mean, I feel like her entire arc is about her connection with magic mm-hmm. and like being disconnected from like the, yeah. the sort of like struggle of like now currently wanting to be connected to magic but feeling like it's something bad. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole idea that it's something bad. And I also was thinking about when Richard said, which we were talking about in the last episode too, uh, Richard said Richard said something along the lines of um, that you know the reason that you you know mm-hmm. you think that magic is a drug is because the people that you were associating with used it as a yeah they yeah. act like drug dealers yeah. right they're like paying for it and you know dealing it and, and so I was thinking about the idea of the word connection or feel like or I got a connection I got the hookup ah. in terms of like drugs yeah. And I, I, it's funny that you say that because, like, Marina comes mm-hmm. in the rehab center to mock Julia, but end up being sincere. But do you... I just realized this right now that this is, like, an exact parallel to when they were... when uh, Julia trapped Quentin and she came to visit him <gasps> in the psych ward. It's, like, the same... It's almost, like, the same exact thing. Yeah. Like they come to mock and then there's sort of a moment of sincerity, but, like... But, yeah. then, but then she ends like, but I'm going to murder you, bye. <laughs> yeah, but like that, that, the moment of like, I liked you and I, I, like, I am truly sorry. Yeah, there was a sincere moment. Like, I, I did that for protection. Yeah. I feel that was genuine from yeah. Marina. And and that she had to protect herself by being, but I'll murder you if you do anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's the, the, oh, no, I let myself, uh, oh, the bunny distracted him no, this time. Yeah. We're talking. <laughs> also, um. So that's something I'm not aware. I've heard that that um, uh, name because I listened to Harry Potter and the Sacred Text mm-hmm. and Vanessa Zoltan used to be one. But um, Richard say is a chaplain. What yeah, is that? Uh, it just means it's like a pastor, which would be like a priest for Catholics, except pastors are with different requirements. Women can be pastors. It's just like someone who's in charge of a church. Okay, but he's in, 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 in the... In, in the uh, like he's in a uh-huh you could be a chaplain of a place so like we had a chaplain at my school who would lead the services at the school so he probably leads religious services and does like the sort of okay. bible circle he might also okay, be okay, a okay. part of an actual church i don't i don't know but generally i mean let's google it but as far as i know a chaplain would de- it would be sort of the same thing because the only thing i have about chaplain is charlie chaplain <laughs> 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 Chaplain, although to be fair, when I wrote chaplain, that is the first thing that came up. Ah, see? Um, okay, a clergyman in charge of a chapel. I mean, a chaplain, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, clergyman, a person chosen to conduct religious exercises at, as at a meeting or of a club or society. So I guess, I don't know. So basically, he's the leader and preach. Sort of like the religious guy at this place. Okay. But I don't know. Uh, he says uh, to Julia, like, I'm classically trained. I'm a damn good magician, but I do this. Yeah. You know? And I think um, Julia needed to hear that and to see that, you know? Because she only saw either magicians that are classically trained, but snob, mm-hmm. aka Elliot and Quentin, yeah. or edwitches like Marina's. And I think that's also right. Like, oh, I'm connected to that place. 
like, oh, I've got the hookup, I've got the connections to break those. Yeah. You know, and this class thing that's been going on this yeah. whole time, this, like, privilege thing. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting for her to see someone who's sort of connected to both worlds. And also how he's humble about it. He's like, no, yeah. no, I'm t classically trained, but... Yeah, he's not like, well, I'm classically trained. Exactly. And, like, and, he, and he says, like, uh, he said a little school called Break Bills. But he also said, like, you would be surprised how many of you there is here. Yeah. And I think that's why Richard went there as of magicians it's to help edge witches that put themselves in rehab yeah and i think that i don't know like he i'm sure that also i mean if you if he wants someone to join his cause that's a pretty good yeah but i don't think he uh, recruits that yeah guy. i mean i don't i don't think that it's like maliciously intentional but i definitely think that it doesn't hurt to be in it like you want broken people who are so far away from magic that they are desperate and that's a good place to find them yeah it is true but like when you know the free trader bear wolf a bit more than in the book they're not that broken of people in the book they're all like the top of the top of like they all have the levels of magicians basically like they're the top okay and like they're just really fucking good edge witches okay and like they decide to go further and explore the god thing mm. Uh, it's not because they're all trying to fix something like in the show. No. Oh. Okay. But there's this idea, and I think. Does Julia also in rehab in the book? No. Richard exists. Yes. And the Reynard thing is still the same. Yes. Okay. Just okay. um, pronounce that weird. Reynard. 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 Yes. I don't know. That was weird. Okay. What are words? But I, I don't know. I feel there's there's something there with the 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 fact that you know you have the tools. Mm -hmm and you see someone and you want to help mm -hmm. and like you reach a hand but the connection has to be both ways because like when richard talks about god and how and even he said to julia gods with yeah. an s like you reach a hand to julia saying like hey i'm here i'm a, gym, a magician i get it about to say gymnast i'm a gymnast i get it and um she refuses connection <laughs> you know <laughs> this is some classic uh margo alice shutdown but like like the way she refused and could have like changed julia destiny so much yeah when you think about it because like if she never followed that prayer it would have ended up but it wasn't like richard truly believed that yeah. he found our lady on the ground and uh of Lady Underground. Our Lady of Underground. Persephone. <laughs> Pomegranates. Yeah. And like you truly believe uh, about the gods. Like it's not a, a cultish way, I think. Yeah. And you just saw it as a salvation. And like being able to explain to someone, gods are real, magic is real. Here's like the connection. And not in a like theoretical yeah. kind of way, but like, no, they're fucking real and we can sense their presence. Like the Greek gods? Yeah. Okay, also, this is just a note for future us. Remember when we were watching the last episode of the season and the knife maker was like, what, in Hades? And we were like, wait a minute, Valorians believe in Greek gods? Yeah, yeah, I st it's still in my notes for when we were talking to Brittany. 
the gods are real, like the Greek gods. Can we talk about Pew and Alice? Because there's there's some things happening there. I just want to see if I have other things with Julia that's going to be done. Maybe if you organize your notes. Um. Oh, when she does the 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 prayer and like she left herself, uh, we know later that it's Reynard. Oh, wait. Yeah, he said like I'm the one that lift you up. That like, you but like you can see her like just like being like, what the fuck is happening, and then abandon herself. And I think it's the first time she felt good magic. Mm-hmm. You know, an, a healing magic yeah. in, in some sense. And that's where she goes to him and is like, what the fuck with that spell? And he's like, it's a prayer. Yeah. It's a spell. And I think that's like, as we know, Julia is a meta an, meta analysis. She understands magic and is able to create spells. Basically, that's her specialty. Mm-hmm. So for her to understand magic in a deeper level that it's not just spells it's prayers it's yeah. connection to the gods makes so much sense and i i feel like break bills julia could have gotten there too yeah you know but uh yeah i don't know i felt this at this moment this moment changed julia mm-hmm. um and i think that that's the moment she's like okay i can be better i want to be better yeah and there's other kinds of magic yeah, exactly. But like, there's a difference between like some some somebody who is like totally fine can leave the the the, pre, the the premise when he wants, saying like, "Oh, everything's gonna be fine," and actually feeling it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. I want to talk about Quentin and Alice. Okay. Because they got some things going on. So in the last episode, they you know like you do uh, turned into foxes and fucked. Um, and, and then fucked four other times. You know, like not as foxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe oh, the first was, time, but not the no, fourth. It was after the fox, but they were still foxy. Yeah, she falls. Uh, anyway, so but this like very visceral connection and like mm-hmm. animalistic and sexual connection, and mm-hmm. also like I think that's part of why Alice is like we need to take a break because it's like I think that they're in that state where it's like it's still like a very animalistic energy and she's like i want to separate this from like do we actually have feelings for each other that's what you meant by like sexual connections yeah like sexual versus like emotional i think that in that like lusty state which isn't necessarily a bad state to be in but i think sometimes it's hard to filter your thoughts and be like what is me just desiring you and your body and what is like it's funny because i feel elliot has the same art analysis in that because like he had like this sexual connection Mm. with my at the beginning and at the end like and like he has feeling about yeah. it yeah and i feel alice is the same thing where like she has like sexual connection with quentin but then she but instead of like just saying it's my boyfriend and casting a gin on him uh, <laughs> like you do uh penetrate uh, is almost almost dying but they decide to date but <laughs> you know, saying like that doesn't make sense but uh I feel like they both had this moment of like, okay, this is just for sex. Yeah. And then they were like, oh shit, it's not just for sex. It's just that for Elliot was more um, instinctive. Yeah. While Alice overanalyzed everything uh-huh. uh, because she she has been emotionally abused her whole life. Stephanie. And and her dad, what's her dad's name? I don't know. That's why I just say Stephanie. Oh man, also she's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and I, I feel like um, she tried to intellectualize her feelings, mm-hmm. and that's something that I do a lot of like, because as having uh, my anxiety, sometimes my brain mm-hmm. and my emotion don't connect. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to feel something. Logically, I know it's stupid to feel that. Still feel it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, darn stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, like yesterday when you had your bad trip. <laughs> You're a terrible guy. I was mad, which makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. But my, and I knew it. Like, deep down, and that's why I, I went to friend and like, I'm mad, why? <laughs> and then said I thought I wanted to kill him. But <laughs> I did. She wanted to kill me, and I was going to die if I fell asleep. And most importantly, my hands were like waffles in the shape of a foot. <laughs> my mom, anyway, I want sticker. Yeah. Make me a sticker. And uh, and I uh, and that uh, at that moment, that's exactly. I did the same thing as Alice, which was, I'm having those feelings that I don't like that are foreign for me that don't feel right. I'm gonna try to make like I'm gonna try to to understand them. The problem with Alice is instead of trying to understand them, she's like, ah! yep. go away and try to avoid, avoid Quentin that is a fucking stalker. Alice. Okay, but like, let's talk, can I just talk about stalker Quentin for a minute? Because um, it is shady as fuck that he uses his like connection with like Star Trek to like bribe Gretchen? Gretchen into like switching partners. That's creepy. I don't like it. Also, can we have more Gretchen? She's, She's so, so cute. cute. I love her. And um, so cute, so clear, so disabled. Mm-hmm. Be mine. Uh, 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 also, like when uh, Alice is like, "Oh, I'm not sure we should have, um, we should be together. I don't know what's Fox and what's you." Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh, you're in love with me," and like to throw him off. Because like he doesn't know, uh, like but There's like no right answer to that. Exactly, yeah. and I feel she does that to throw him off and like make sure he goes away. Because the the best thing to to do to a a, a white cis man is to ask if they're in love. <laughs> I also want to talk a little bit about Q's connection with Hillary and how like we know right that he is the one who like in all these fucking timelines. He's the tomato. He just keeps coming back. Yeah. And he has this just like almost destine like destiny. Yeah. Like yeah. that but has to do with I don't know. It's Al- it's Alice that make the connection with the filler book. It's not Quentin. Yeah, because she's smart, but he keeps going. Yeah, I know, but I, I find it fun that everyone's like, oh, Quentin's the Filari guy, the Filari guy, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the, in this episode. Oh, yeah. She's like, that's the thing from the third book. And like... I read that for research. And Quentin is like... Of course you did, you goddamn nerd. Uh, she did it to understand what Quentin was talking about. <laughs> like, I watched Doctor Who when, uh, when you started dating, because you were all about it, and I didn't know anything about it. That's fair. And then you stopped watching it. <laughs> uh, you took like a couple of years to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the bigger and better things. I don't know what they were. Also, um, just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Why it was it Alice and Quentin that did the, the counter spell to Penny twice with the doll and the rapper and not the healing student and the healing teacher that was around them? This school is fucked up. <laughs> They've got pedophiles watching naked students. All right, fine. Technically, they're not underage. They've got... Teachers who fuck students, watching naked students. <laughs> Dean Fogg is there, period. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're like, yeah, these kids read it in a children's book. Let them do it. We'll watch. 
Like, also, okay, I can tell by the quality of this plushie. This is not the, not the first plushie. Quentin has made. Oh, I'm sorry. He's totally made She's other plushies. He's got an Etsy store. I want Oh, my God. Quentin Etsy What would be his name? Oh. Mm. Tweet at us. What is Quentin's Etsy store name? That's going to be all of the... Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also, like, what if he just had that <laughs> he just like brought a needle like yeah, I just made this I don't sleep with it every night guys um, um, also I'd like to talk about uh, that the the moment when they try to find Penny's more precious uh, possession mm -hmm. is the first time the uh, that Quentin and Alice are real to each other mm -hmm. since break bills out yeah. and it's not in the like oh, I don't know my emotion you know it's like Okay, let's be real. When they're talking about their most yeah. precious possession. And I find that, um, like, Quentin, um, like, down in sense, and like, oh, it's so predictable, like, it's that book. And Alice is like, it's not a bad thing to be predictable. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it can be cute that you love it so much. And I like that because as, uh, as I strong super nerds, <laughs> as we are, like, for me, my Harry Potter book first version, like, they are precious to me. I like I, I, I like the new editions, but the first edition, you know, there's something. And I feel like if someone will say like, oh, okay, I'm gonna burn them, I will punch you in the face. If someone tried to burn any book, I would punch them in the face. Yeah. But guys, you should have seen Cat's face the first time we were reading a book together and I like bent the spine. <laughs> freaked out. Oh, oh my soul. Yeah. But like it's just easy to read with one head like that. <laughs> All, all of that to say that there is some because like I people will laugh at me for my my love of Harry Potter and will like tease like oh we know you like Harry Potter that's why my sister and my my brother in law only give us Harry Potter they stuff they don't know anything about no. us they just give us Harry Potter stuff and tea which like it's not bad thing. yeah I mean like that's mostly us but it's like the only thing <laughs> and it's like not even Harry Potter things we like we're like these aren't even our houses thanks yeah like I'm a Gryffindor <laughs> apparently I know you get all the Gryffindor stuff. And, uh, but like, I, I don't know, I feel like there's this moment of acknowledgement from Alice of it's okay, Quentin, that you're a nerd. Yeah. Like, of like acceptance of, of him being a nerd. And I think that's the first time she allows herself to say, like, oh, like Quentin's okay. And Quentin's yeah. receiving a, you're okay, you know? Because I, even Elliot and Margot tease him. Yeah. I also think there's something about like the most precious possession and like our connection with our objects like mm. our possessions and like i don't know i was thinking about like what what would be like my most precious possession um and and why you know that would be so important to me like for me i feel like i collect a lot of like um like i'll save like photos and like letters that people have written mm -hmm. and for me like that because it's something that's irreplaceable <laughs> i was thinking about that fucking john mulaney yeah thing. yeah anyway um, but yeah, because it's something that like can't be replaced, and to me, like that makes it very precious. And I don't know, just like why, like the relationship see, that we have to our stuff is very see, interesting. See, for to me, me, like my most precious possession, two things came in mind: the first plushie we made together. We made a plushie together. Yeah, a pony and an R. Oh, you mean build a bear? Build a bear. It's not a plushie. Okay, the first build a bear we made together, mm -hmm. but also my first and the my my favorite. Um, um, bear, but it's not a bear. 
Yeah, Stefan. Uh, Stefan, thank you. My, 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 like when I was young, I had this, uh, like backpack, uh, stuffed oh, animal. No, it, it's a hundred, hundred and one donation that I still have to this day. I know. And, uh, like it's, it's, it's not only because it's there, but it's all the memory. Yeah. And like, it followed me everywhere. And like, it was there when I was sad. It was there when I was happy. He saw me move. Like, like there are emotions connected to that but person. Also, what does it say about Penny, right? If you look at our examples and uh, even Quentin and Alice's examples, those are the things that they've had for like a lifetime. Yeah. And Penny's life has been such shit that he's most prized possession and the thing that he has the strongest connection with, he's like recent, is like, a rapper from some girl that he had like a less than a year relationship with. Mm -hmm. That's terrible! Penny! Maybe, maybe but that's because like it's the first time he was real to someone. Uh, it's so sad to me that that is the strongest connection that he's had. Also inside. like it's the first time that he said to someone else, um, he's gonna say to Alice like, yeah, I'm hearing voice and I'm so sick of it because Victoria have a connection, telepathic connection yeah. with, with, with Penny on that. and and. Like for him to say to Alice, like, hey, I'm hearing voice, go take my pill. I can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. Like, you know that, like, he's having it hard. Because I think, like, Alice is the second closest person Penny is to. I kind of wish they explored that relationship. Oh, I shit them so hard. I really like their relationship <laughs> together. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I think that Penny and Alice gross. could be good together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't know, I feel that, like, Penny being vulnerable, like, the moment Quentin is in the room, he's like, I'm gonna stab you now, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, with Alice, is like, yo, yeah, I'm hurting, you know? And I also think that their relationship is interesting in this episode because Penny does this a lot, where he puts up this, like, I don't give a shit about any of you, y'all are dumbasses. But then, like, jumps in front of a knife for Quentin. Yep. And tries to talk his way out of caring about him. But I'm like, why do you care about any of these people? But Henry? honestly, like, that, that's, that's what, that's what, uh, we see, uh, we see Penny, like, becoming the, the persona, if I reuse what mm -hmm. Elliot used to be, uh, when, uh, he's, uh, he's with Sunderland. Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, uh, oh yeah, like he hide this yeah. feeling from Katie by being like the, this, like this player wow. and like let's do that. But like you see him change in posture, mm -hmm. in, in face, uh, from like the real Penny to the I'm gonna protect myself and I'm a, and I'm a douche Penny. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think there there's something there about like I don't know. It feels like they they. Penny and Katie and Alice and even Margot are, are those kind of person that's so afraid of connection mm. that will do everything not to have them. Yeah. But there are some always like people that will get through. And when you're through, it's for it, it's for life. And I think that's why Penny cares. It's because like connection happened during 39 lifetime. Yeah. So like that's true. So residual like, connection. Yeah, exactly. And like we said, like, oh, it happened with Elliot and Quentin. Why didn't it happen with Penny and the others? Because he always said, I don't care, but then he's the first to help. Shouldn't have cared in the first place, though. How's <laughs> it keep happening? I like how Penny and Quentin read each other really well. Like, Penny was like, uh, oh, can you stop being like a puppy eye with her? And like, 
I'm gonna give you advice so you stop whining. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Quentin is like, no, he's in love with Katie. No, it's not. He's in love with yeah, Katie. That's true. Like, I, I, I that. like that both of them say they hate each other. Don't they know each other really well. They are the, like, if, if you want to understand someone, go to the other, you know? And I don't know, like, the fact that nobody believed that he cared about Katie except for Quentin means... Yeah, that's questionable. I, I think that's because everyone... Saw the persona? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of Katie and... and 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 of Katie being like that badass mean bitch, mm. you know, and Penny being that player, but like you don't keep a rapper if you don't care. Also, someone who doesn't have anything and then keeps a rapper around, like that's like a red flag to me. That's important. Oh, the meaner Penny is to Quentin, the more it's an, an "I love you." That's what I wrote, <laughs> which is true because like the the more he's mad at him. The more it's because he's dumb and almost got killed. Yeah. I was wondering something about Alice. Um, When at the end of the show, when Quentin learned that, like, we might all die, nothing matter anyway. (laughs) Let's be nihilistic. Um, He goes back home and Alice is there and asks if he's okay. And they kiss and end up going to fuck. And um, why? Because, like, he's going towards her with a purpose to kiss her, you know? Yep. What make her accept that kiss? I don't, I think on both of their parts, it's Penny. What do you mean? Like, I think that on Quentin's part, from Penny being like, just fucking do it. Like, you gotta just, you keep giving mixed signals, like show her that you like her and you mean it, or like, go away, but for real, like mm-hmm. pick one. And I think, you know, seeing, Penny almost died. That should have been Quentin. Maybe shook Alice up a little bit. That was and like maybe I, I, I need to get over and it. And Penny does say to Alice, like, dude, the guy's like in love with his book too much to understand that you're there. And Alice knows that, like, he sees her. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Penny, save the day. Also, a too small note that I had here: uh, Fub forced the connection with the team by creating the teams. Hmm. I also had a note about Fog that I forgot about, um, which was like his connection to magic mm-hmm. and like his hands. That's what I, that was my next one. Oh. And I like, and he gets mad. I mean, yeah, it's really like, I, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where I've not been able to do something but I really just can't even imagine. And like to that level also like, he is at a school for a thing and can no longer do the thing that the school is for. It's not even like something. But like minor, he, he will you know? even like take his glasses and throw them away because it's magic. Yeah. And then after that, like he regrets and then trying to find them. But Where? I, I, where are my glasses? <laughs> but I feel there, there's this moment of like, fuck magic. Yeah. And I feel like all this episode is just everyone being, fuck magic, and Richard being gods. Or <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what else do I have? Oh, yeah, there's a, like, this is small, but I like that, uh, Sunderland, when you, she gives the class to people and Penny arriving with everyone. Stars. Yeah. Well, it's the connection between magic and stars. Because she was explaining that magic will differ depending on the stars. Oh, okay. And I don't know, I like the idea that magic is as subtle as that. Because we're used to magic that is like Harry Potter. 
Yeah, just say the words and do the thing and you're fine. Exactly. Or like, oh, if you do that by moonlight, you're going to be fine. No, because like the position of the star depends. And as we know, the star dies. So what happened oh, when fuck. that star died? I didn't think about that. You just can't cast that anymore. Yeah. For that regard. I, I don't know. There, there's something. Mm, like showing that you it's bigger. Nerd. Thank you. <laughs> it is time for the vase and the flower. Which I always decide is a rose because we're on the basket. As a quick explanation, it is an olden French expression meaning that if someone do good you offer him a flower and if someone do bad you throw the vase the flower we're holding uh so we are doing that but with this episode um yeah so this episode is actually pretty easy for me i am gonna give my flower to mike who just Aww. seems like a really good guy real mike or fake mike not Mike. 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 <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> um, so yes, I would like to give my rose flower to Mike, who just like, you know, real Mike, seemed like a good guy, and just uh, had a bad week and then died over it. Ooh. Yeah, like, I don't know, he just seemed like a nice guy living his life. Yeah. <sighs> and then uh, I would like to give my, from a vase, I give him a chuck it. Mm -hmm. Quentin mm -hmm. for not respecting Alice's boundaries. She's like, I need space. And he's like, I'm going to creepily bribe someone with some vinyl to get into your study group and your pants. And I don't like it. Respect boundaries, Quentin. Amen. I will give my, um, my rose to Elliot. Um, that uh, it's just for the moment where he's true to Mike. Mike. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, here I am. And like, it's enough, you know? No. And that moment of pure vulnerability that he yeah. showed us, I it, like, we don't see Elliot a lot of time like that. No. So, um, mm. yay. You go, Elliot. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, bro. You, you were real. What did it get? What did it get you? And I will give my, my vase to Jane Chatwin. I know she dies, and I shouldn't like throw a vase to at someone's her dead body. <laughs> her yeah. dead body. But she, she like she was. She keep being vague to Quentin, vague, vague to Quentin, and then says like, "Oh, maybe if we figure this one out, I'm gonna give you the answer." Bitch, she should have done it before she died. Also, listen, I don't want to be a dick, but you should know better than to go in a room alone with someone possessed by the beast, especially if you're like the person who knows the beast. Yep. This has been Philorian United. And once again, we want to thank V for her participation. We also want to thank Harry Potter and the Sacred Text as well as Spirit Podcast for being our inspiration and as well helping us starting the show. We want to thank all our patrons on patreon.com, such as the lovely Elliot. If you want to join the Foo Fighter and have bonus audio and merch, just go on patreon.com United and be a Foo Fighter with us. You can also follow us on Tumblr and Facebook at Philorian United. On Twitter, we're at Philorian. And you can also review us on iTunes. It helps others find the show. 
Until then, have a wonderful day. Bye. Cat. This is cat. Meow meow. Meow meow. This is cat. <laughs> this is like wicked now. You're turning into an animal. With a gall. Something bad. <laughs> Up and he nods.